Welcome to the recap of day three in Meadowboro. Very tired, Brandon Lewis and Rich Nass. Uh, where where are we? I guess we can say we're in the bar. We're the Meridian Grand. So uh, this is where we end up. Um, so very quickly, we want to recap um, what, what we did in day three, and I'll, I'll go first. Um, one of the things I thought was interesting was that GE Automation, they are developing sort of like Apple, actually it was exactly like Apple, an app store, they call it the Industrial App Store, where they're encouraging folks to develop industrial IoT apps, submit them into the app store, uh, they're going to certify those apps, and you can put a price tag on it. So it's creating a new business for people. So is that using the Predicts platform? Yeah. Um, yes, that's the, that's the short term thing. Uh, you have to write your app so it works on Predicts. But they say, um, I don't have any reason not to believe them, that they'll open up to whatever platform you want. Okay, you know, one of the cool things about that, about the Predicts platform, uh, when I've spoken to Gene in the past about how that's gonna work, is that within this app marketplace that's going to exist, third parties are obviously delivering apps into it, and it's not a requirement that you do this, but there is the ability to be able to take application data from one application and use it in another. So what that could do is, A, on top of opening up new business models, uh, it opens up new potential applications because you could, say, take data from a train application and use it in that. Don't you need permission to take the data Correct. from one application? Correct. So, so it would be a, basically a permission setting, the way I understand it, from the application developer. So it's not like you know you could build an app and I could come and right. squeeze your neck. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, but you know, if you can think about all of the diversity of applications that can be put into this platform, you know, there could be data that's being generated by one application that can be super useful in another work with the development. That's extremely powerful when you start thinking of all the different apps and all the different uh, analytics you can pull from that. Definitely. Yeah, hey, that's like the Internet of Things. <laughs> right? What else did you see out there? Uh, a lot more about safety and security today. Uh, I think one of the things that embedded folks know is that safety is not security. You know, we talk about safety in terms of reliability and uh, in terms of mission-critical performance. Uh, and security is more on encryption, authentication. Um, and in places, I think that the lines were blurred a little bit too much. It may have been marketing. It may just have been a push. Uh, but a lot of really good stuff is happening in the uh, safety space. Um, in terms of tools and coding practices, I think that people are realizing, like we talked about the other day, I think that the likelihood of something catastrophic, catastrophic happening in a safety critical system is probably going to be the result of budget code, more so than somebody you know trying to hack through an AES algorithm um, to take common to your car for example. So a lot of testable vendors there. And if you're interested in finding out some more about that, Barger just released their website today, and we have our own too. Absolutely. So for our fan club, um, this is going to take the place of our weekly Embedded Insiders. So we will see you next week in our regular spot on regular channel. Cheers from Nuremberg.